Welcome back to Garbage Film. This is the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common. You don't need to enjoy just one or the other. So we will take this week's movie and pair it with something artier or trashier and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, get some entertainment out of this whole compact we got here. So I am uh, one of your hosts, as always. I'm Nick, and with me is the POV shot shark to my broken-down mechanical shark. Aaron is here. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm coming at you. <laughs> you are. You have musical accompaniment. <laughs> I frighten people. It's very scary. <laughs> Whereas you're more of a burden, I guess. <laughs> is that the idea? Drain on okay. resources. All right. <laughs> That's so hurtful. Not worth the expense. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to write around me. <laughs> uh, and I feel like I can't always make this claim. You might actually know what we're talking about based on that this week. Because uh, Summer of Spielberg continues. This is our last week for it. We are talking about 1975's anti-shark propaganda film, Jaws. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine. Uh... An eating machine. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. Bad fish. But I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark, swallow you whole. You're going to need a bigger boat. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. And effective anti-shark propaganda it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> As I'm sure we'll talk about at some point here. No doubt. Um, you know, this one was directed by Steven Spielberg. That's you may a, have yeah. picked up, yeah. <laughs> uh, screenplays by Peter Benchley, who wrote the original novel. Yes. Uh, and Carl Gottlieb, who's a writer guy, friend of Spielberg. <laughs> a guy. Yeah, uh, But starring a bevy of 70s faces. Yes, very much so. Real 70s ass faces in here. We got Roy Scheider, one of the 70s faces, mm -hmm. 70s-ist faces we got. <laughs> we got Robert Shaw, very 70s. Richard Dreyfuss, incredible 70s face. Mm -hmm. Lorraine Gray, timeless. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Murray Hamilton, who's like a 60s face and he somehow snuck yeah. in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that guy has like... Definitely starred opposite Cary Grant doing something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he's 50s, had... 60s face. Yeah. yeah, he's had his, like, two-line scene with Cary Grant, and he's just so, like, he's always yeah. very in there, really bringing a ton of energy. Yes. As the mayor. Jaws. Proto-blockbuster Jaws. Yes. The ancient predecessor to all summer blockbusters, <laughs> as the shark is, to all, all fish? Predators? Is that... <laughs> I don't know anything about I look sharks. at a cheetah, I see a shark. Yeah. That's Yes, but you have a medical condition <laughs> yeah. and we need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't I don't again, this is this is before my time, so I don't really have a concept of like I guess, you know, it's the summer people would rather be, as shown, outside yeah. getting sunlight and, you know, splashing around in the water. Boom. Going to... <laughs> we were morons back then. <laughs> so there there wasn't as much of a like Oh, no, no, the summertime is for, like, going into an air-conditioned building Hell yeah, it is. and sitting in the dark. Like, people are like, no, like, that's a waste of summer until Jaws. Yeah, it does it. Reportedly, yes. Yeah, because they even, like, my understanding, and this could be apocryphal, but the, the, the studio shunted this to the summer because they're like, eh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just that noise. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they're like, hey, this works. Let's hey, make every on. blockbuster come out in the summer. I mean, it just seems like it makes sense. Like, you know, everyone 
with a school-aged child, like, you have to put them somewhere. <laughs> put them in the theater, them. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we weren't already doing that, but yeah. okay. Maybe we were a little bit, but it wasn't, like, a marketing scheme. Yeah, I think it is literally there is more sunlight, so people are out more, yeah. so you're not going to market movies to them. That's I get really it. That's all it was. That's yeah. fair. But this, yeah, such a famous movie. Did you know it was so famous that Sean Connery named his firstborn after it? He named his... Josh. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you on mic. <laughs> it's the first thing that went in my notes this week. Oh my god. Wait, is that true? No. Is his firstborn Josh? Okay. I don't know what if he has any kids. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> as far as I know, Sean Connery is the end of his legacy. But... <laughs> I, I just wanted to uh, make a silly joke. Well, congratulations. That was very silly. <laughs> it was. So let's put it behind us. and <laughs> No, just, we're not letting this go for you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jaws. In the New England beach town of Amity Island, Chrissy Watkins gets shark attacked. <laughs> shark did it. Got our cool teen, or young adult beach party, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. They're out. They're out of school for the summer and just like hanging around. And I like. Uh, this is the most famous big thrillery movie like this that I know. Like cold open ass opening. Like yes, very much so. Yeah. yeah. Just it's great. It feels like that's a real. Oh hey, that worked. That worked. Let's keep doing that in a lot of. <laughs> Let's toss our audience areas. metaphorically in the deep end. As, as I'm saying that, I realize uh, like Italian horror movies are doing. Oh sure. That sure. In yes. a big way before that. So. Credit where credit's due. Okay, fine. Yes, credit as always to Italian horror cinema <laughs> in some form or another. Yeah, it is just very like we don't know any about anything about these characters. We don't. This is just a place. There's no real marker other than like it's on a shoreline somewhere, some beach town. Yeah, it's just teens doing what teens do, which is hang out and have bonfires and try to make out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I love that, like, the one thing that you do get out of it, other than, hey, a shark attacked somebody, is it establishes all of, I'm just gonna call the shark Jaws, all of Jaws's <laughs> audio rules immediately. You've got, like, the, oh, yes. the interpolation of a shark moving in three dimensions put through an orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means to you. So when it's no, that's true. slow and low, you know, he's down in the water, he's not coming up. As he ascends, higher instruments start to play. When yeah. he goes on the kill, it gets faster. True. Yeah. Yeah, this is a real, like, okay, this is what you're going to start seeing. Mm -hmm. This is merely the first. <laughs> is it even really, I mean, like, it's it's such a famous movie that it's almost kind of hard to put yourself in, like, a first-time viewer's position. Yeah. But, like, is it 100% clear that it's a shark? I would guess if you saw the marketing or the, the sure. movie posters there, you know what you're getting. Okay, okay, okay. But it's not like you truly do not see... No, that a it's point. a shark or like what it is. It could be a human. Like we don't actually know. Oh, what a twist that would be. Oh, <laughs> Jaws was man all along. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very well done. It's just like a you you get no information. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. alluded to that broken down mechanical shark before. It's because <laughs> none of the sharks work. So, which like how would you think they would? Do you want to? I was going to say this for later, but do you know what their original plan for the shark was? No. Let's train a great white shark. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Hall of Fame bad idea. Yeah, and I mean Oh my god. I think it made it didn't make it in anywhere past the like we'll write it down on a document yeah. and then like what the fuck are we thinking? Scratch that out. What's this bullet point say? Train someone? <laughs> Absolutely not. Train a shark? Yeah. 
famously was, receptive animals. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot in common. They'll get it. Yeah, wasn't wasn't this the point in time, like late sixties, when or mid sixties? I can't remember his name, but the guy who oh the LSD shark yeah, uh, dolphin dolphin stuff? experiments. Yeah. yeah, the guy who was like taking so much ketamine that he was like dolphins are aliens and we can communicate with them <laughs> if we both get high enough and so he was just doing experiments on dolphins with lsd i think that was like mid 60s yeah. yeah yeah of course it was yeah so you so, know we weren't like but thanks to that experiment they knew they couldn't train a shark right there you go <laughs> thank god no matter how high something. we get <laughs> or they get or they get <laughs> What a movie this would have been if we had a shark high on LSD the whole time. The whole time, and the oh. killer turns out to be a person, and the shark yeah. is not related. <laughs> this could have been a really bad movie. This could have been an insane <laughs> movie. Uh. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is, the music is so simple in this, and like, it's, it's the great. thing that makes John Williams famous as an addition to Mr. Mm. Spielberg. Right. But the, like, the simplicity of that, to be able to, like, in a 20 second POV shot establish everything. Like there's nothing gets developed in the entire movie. No, no, it's you just... just get what it is right off the bat. I mean, it is very much like the shark in that way where it's, it's so simple that it's almost laughable yeah. like, when you really think about it. Like, Oh, if the shark is far away, the music is quieter and yeah. down low in the lower instruments. Once it gets closer, it gets louder. Like, okay. But like, did you go to school for this? Like, do you have anything it's to two offer? Notes. In... Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I really the thing I like about the Jaws theme is mm. there is the dun 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 dun. There's that, but the actual theme of the shark itself is ba da da ba da ba da da. You know, and I think of the the dun 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 super famous bit as the like just generalized ocean danger. Like it's oh, sure. not. I've said this on the podcast before. I'll continue to say it. It's none of our business. What's in the ocean? We shouldn't be in there. No. Don't. It's not for us. And so that that part of the theme to me is just like, this isn't for you. You're mm. in a dangerous zone. The danger zone, if you will. <laughs> is there some sort of like on ramp I can take to get there, or <laughs> some sort of like I don't know turn off thoroughfare yeah. turnpike. <laughs> And we veer immediately into Top Gun Maverick talk. Well, <laughs> the jets are the, the summer sharks of the sky. That's... No, we already did that. That's West Side Story. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's all folding in on each Rather other. Da -da 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 -da. I should mention I got no sleep last night, so I am <laughs> on like good. a whole other plane here. But I'm trying Sorry, to Jet. Uh, fuck. God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> the sound of nick walking off into the ocean to be with the sharks what i'm trying to say is <laughs> please dumb it down for me <laughs> the music is so simple it's yeah. so catchy it establishes john williams as this like creative and like interesting film music director yeah. before film music was just very like you might hear that at a concert like there was no mm. real difference you know yeah and like the composers and john williams does this too but like the composers were like they composed for the stage and then they also happened to do some filming stuff yeah. on the side because it paid well. Yeah, there's a ton yeah. of, like, a lot of the pretty well-known music soundtracks of, like, the 40s, 50s were just written by, like, classical composers, like yeah. Tchampkin and Kachaturian. And, like, those that those were the Corridor, people yeah. who were composing for an orchestra, so that's who you would get to. And now this is, like, no, like, here's... We're, we're writing in a way that complements a moving image. Yeah. It's like, you know, the idea so simple of... that it's stupid, but it is <laughs> insanely effective. Yeah, but it, it's writing to a character or storytelling as opposed yeah. to, I think this it is pretty. It sounds cool. Or yeah. 
the music would sum up the mood or something like that. Right. Like that's, but... Instead of an actual, like, there's a vector in that music. Like, there's a, a direction and a mm-hmm. speed to it where you're like, something is happening and something is being propelled by the music. Like, yeah. you're you're watching an action take place when you listen to this this music. It's, it's super cool. And we, t- we talked about tubas last week in Close Encounters. Yes. Uh, famously, I think you know the story better than me. So if, Oh, I think if, I do, yeah. Do you want to go ahead? Because I feel like I'll oh, get it wrong. Okay, well, I'll, yeah. I'll tell the story I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, this is maybe different now, and this is a <laughs> rant for another time about Oof. how the, like, freelance, uh, you know, scene is not the same as it was. You used to be on staff at, like, the paramount, you know, cinematic orchestra or whatever. Yeah, yeah you'd, you'd be contracted from the studio, and it was, like, your yeah. full-time job. You'd show up and do a 9-to-5 equivalent. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. To, to record the soundtracks for a specific studio or whatever. Yeah. But... The guy who, the tubist who is on duty for this, which is very hard so to play. So hard to play. I don't know player. if it really comes through in the music, but it's very high in a tuba's. Like it's not in the comfortable range. No. It's not. You don't need to be like a virtuoso, but you need to have your chops <laughs> good to go. And he was stuck in traffic, and he made it. He like barely made it on time. Like the conductor is tapping their you know, baton on the stand and like everyone's intake of breath and the guy sits down and then you have to play. Yeah. And, and you don't get the music in advance of these things is the, is the part that you're almost always sight reading. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So for a tubist who is normally only playing when everybody else is playing Mm -hmm. to be sitting here and the cellos are just doing dun, 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 dun. And then you by yourself out of breath, just sat down, have never seen this music before have to like, Eek out this, like, (laughs) the only one who's playing anything and so loud and so exposed. I'm sure they got through that first take and he was like, do I have the wrong part? (laughs) Like, this can't be just me on it. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah, this is an absolutely crazy thing to give to someone. In the version of it in my brain, I heard he was hungover, too. Oh, I mean, I... Which is a brass player thing, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He was stuck in traffic because he yeah, rolled out of bed late. Uh, that's funny. I but it. just imagine, like, you just show up for work, just fart out the most iconic thing your instrument is ever going to do in the popular <laughs> mind, and then drive back home. Yep. A day's work. <laughs> yeah. So think about that. Think about all the stress that went into that performance. Uh, yeah, like a lot, of people, a lot of people get eaten by a shark in this movie, but the worst thing that happened to someone was the <laughs> two had to play to this. this. Movie, yeah. <laughs> And these are based on real shark decks. This is still worse. <laughs> so, shout out to that guy, whoever that was. Yes. All I know is it's not the same tubist as Close Encounters. I assume because he died from stress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, he passed away immediately and everyone clapped quietly and then moved on. Uh, and so so we have that opening shark attack scene. Then we move into the Brody family life, which is like... Yeah. I haven't seen all of Spielberg's movies, but is this the only time he has a happy family show? <laughs> I mean, it does make you a little more nervous for the kids when they're in the water where, like, Spielberg is not above murdering a child for this. (laughs) I know. Well, it's very, like, a normal family with normal problems that don't overwhelm them. You know what Mm, I mean? Like, they've just moved. To be fair, the Peter Benchley novel, like, I I can see why Spielberg wanted to do it because it's a lot more the family is under stress. Yeah, and there's, like, cheating subplots happening and stuff. Yeah. Would you, uh, this surprised me to find out. In the writing of it, like, Spielberg's big thing was the last act, the boat stuff, is, yeah. like, 
uh, let's put it from the page onto the screen, like change absolutely Oh, nothing. wow, okay. But all the first two acts, he's like, gut all of it. None of it is going into the movie <laughs> for a lot of reasons. And the main one is there isn't a single likable person in this book. No, not really. <laughs> so this no. is the likable version yeah. of everybody. <laughs> you know what? I believe that. Yeah. 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 Everyone's just doing their best, right? Yeah. In the In the Brody family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not surprised. The The front half feels extremely Spielberg-y. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can see that being entirely his creation. <laughs> Him and, yeah, Carl Gottlieb. Yes. yes. Uh, of course, yes. But of course, yeah. So we discover Chrissy's remains, uh, the medical examiner. This is a point I'm going to get detailed for a second because it's just like, oh, you fucking guys. So the medical <laughs> examiner calls Brody and says, it was a shark attack. Yes. We don't hear that side of the conversation, right. but that's what happens. Such a good shot where he's typing up. He's at his desk mm. typing up the, the death report, I guess, guess the death certificate. Incident report, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. And cause of death, shark attack. Um, and he, like, runs out, like, let's make some beaches close signs because the medical examiner told me it was a shark attack. Yeah. And he's, like, going to, like, get, there's some scouts doing scout training in the ocean or whatever, and he's yeah. going to go get them out. Okay, like, basic safety precautions. Let's just assess and see what's going on, right? Yeah. Like, he's a cop from New York. Like, he's got a procedure that he goes through. And... and the mayor fucking shows up, and he's like, you idiot. This wasn't a fucking shark attack, you moron. What would make you think that, you absolute idiot? And the medical examiner's standing next to him. It's not Brody's fault. What are you doing? I know. But I, the mayor's a piece of shit. You get so. it, but yeah. <laughs> the thing I really like is it does kind of establish right away that, like, what he thinks is a problem is not a problem to these people yeah. and vice versa. Yes. Like, the whole beginning of, like, his intro to the... Your, your intro to mm. his life in the town of people, like, going to the chief of t- police to complain about nine-year-olds karate chopping a fence. <laughs> like, do you... This is your life? For uh, real? Shout out to the secretary. Yes. Absolutely amazing performance. <laughs> I love her, yeah. <laughs> you can tell she's been there for, like, 12 chiefs of police. Yeah. She's just an institution. Yeah, it's this very, like, not sleepy town exactly, but he's very clearly an outsider. Yeah. And, and so it, they think he's overreacting, and they are almost, like... At, at best, kind of ribbing him most of the time. Like, oh, this guy from New York, like, seeing danger everywhere, and, you know. And the thing that, that I feel like this line is walked perfectly of, it's, so this is all shot in Martha's Vineyard, which it was very nice of Martha oh. to let them shoot there. Uh, but I did <laughs> the, like, the thing that they were trying to do was, Martha's Vineyard is an incredibly affluent area. Sure. Uh, they were trying to, okay, let's shoot this in a place that isn't, Amity Island, I believe, is real. It's a real place. I think so. Uh, But they're trying to express this idea of the people that come here are wealthy. The people that live here are not. Ah, They're, like, lower middle class. Okay, okay. They're scraping. Yeah, you can feel their plight of, like, what they wanted was if tourism doesn't happen for a year, people are legitimately screwed. Like, that's... Right, yeah. Which... That's it is not the case in a lot of actual island communities. Sure. Uh, so this is... This like, relies on the money from wealthy people. Yes. Okay. So, so, so well done for that. Because otherwise it does seem... It is still a little cartoonish. But the mayor's concerned of like, well, it's just... We don't want to be starving through the winter <laughs> yeah. because of one little fishy or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I really do... Like, it's it's easy to miss and it, or it's easy to just not worry about it because it doesn't impact what's going on but this whole you can sense the whole town is like i'm from here you're not mm-hmm. like the when he's going out to see chrissy's remains and the the boy who was also there who yeah. called them they're walking and talking and he's trying to get to know this kid and he's you know so are you like you're down for the summer he's like yeah i go to you know harvard or something <laughs> one of the 
Eastern schools and like, oh, but your parents, your parents are from here. And he goes, yeah, I'm an Islander. Like very defensive. Like I'm an Islander. And I I do remember that being a big part of the book, which is like, you're not an Islander. Like you were not born here. And the people they're hanging out with at the beach that one time are saying to his wife, like, you weren't born here. You can't become an Islander. That's not, you're not allowed. Either you are or you aren't. Yeah. yeah. Have you read the book? I I have, but like ages ago. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was very, I, <laughs> reading it like, wow, this movie is so good. Let's read the book and being like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, like, Benchley is rightly, you know, credited as writer Modern and all that for, kind of yes, stuff. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg asked him to, like, do the screenplay, if for no other mm. reason than, like, you'll lay the signposts and we might, sure. like, fuck around with it. Yeah. And eventually, like, the final version that Benchley handed in is he said, I'm written out on this. This is the best I can oh, do. Okay. And they changed, like, a ton of stuff, but, like, very nice. Like, Benchley's like, yeah, I don't know how to write a screenplay. I know how to write a right, book. Right, totally. Yeah. yeah. You write, know how to write a story. Yeah, exactly. I can see that, yeah. The the tent poles seem like they're the same, where it's just, like, mm. this atmosphere of, like, not overt hostility most of the time, <laughs> but just, like, we, you're dumb. We don't need to listen to you. You don't know what it's like here on the island. That atmosphere comes yeah. through really well. But at the end of all this, I just want to friggin' mayor is the worst. That was my main point I was driving to. Because I, I feel like we just need to say it and get it out of the yep. way. Like, this is a tough watch after COVID has started. It's a tough watch. And if you've listened to any past episodes of Garbage, you know our feelings on the economy. So there you go. <laughs> a uh, giant spider, a killer shark, a <laughs> machine that consumes all. But he does it's, have a nice suit jacket. I like his little anchors. He's got a cool... Yeah, he seems like a mascot more than a mayor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. And if you want... Yeah, the... Everything summed up wrong with politics today is that when you see the future Jaws uh, titles in the franchise, he gets reelected numerous yeah. times. So. Well, of course he did because he solved the shark problem. Oh, yes, he did. Wink. I also just want this is the last I will say about it. <laughs> okay. But I, I think it's after they've decided to like keep the beaches open. But right. the mayor on TV says, and I'm not joking about this word for word, the slogans, the like shitty fucking slogans that the premiers of both Alberta and Ontario, some of the worst oh, COVID God. results. I didn't know the Alberta one was in there. Yeah. So the Alberta one is best summer ever, right? Oh, yeah. He says that word for word. And he says, we'll be open for business, which is the Ontario uh. premiers, both like conservative premiers who could not be arsed to listen to a single human being who might be affected. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> Love that for us. Anyway, that's all. Yeah, I'm that's done talking about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's so, get back to the beach. We go back to the beach. Let's do. And I mean, nothing here is he, cold takes incoming. Spielberg, good <laughs> at shoot movie. Yes. Uh, the We go to the shots on the beach where it establishes in one shot the the boy with his dog, mm, the yes. little boy, uh, the Kintner boy, uh, the old lady that's going out, and it pulls back to Brody, and it's such a, like, here are three people that he should be keeping track of. Yep. That, but like, Who's it going to be? Yeah. It feels like a real like, game of Clue. Like, mm. what? who's the victim going to be? Where is it going to come from? Like, Will a candlestick be involved? Yeah, almost surely. <laughs> There's lots of wide shots of, like, each of these. The beach is very crowded, but, like, yeah. each of these people or animals, the case of the dog, poor puppy, yeah. is... Pippin. Pippin. Yeah. They're floating, like, they're, they're framed just on their own, surrounded by water. Mm. And some of the framing is very, like, the person is off-center, so your eye goes to, like, <laughs> oh, my God, is there a shadow? What is, what is the rest of this frame showing me? But the great thing is that you part 
part of you knows nothing's going to happen because you've been taught all the audio cues already. You know the rules. Yeah. Whenever there's no music, there's not going to be a shark. Yeah. It's so good. It's <laughs> so, like, clean and consistent. I love it. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah. yeah. So that's my cold take. I think you did a good movie here. Uh, <laughs> the other first. thing I haven't talked about a lot yet is how... Uh, and this goes to Close Encounters, too. How busy everything is. Everything is so loud and cluttered and busy. Yeah. And, yeah like Tons we don't, of people talking over each other. Yeah. We don't get a lot of moments to sit in silence. So it's like, it yeah. is really distracting. Like, yeah. I can't imagine sitting on the beach and being like, everybody shut the fuck up. I gotta stare at this dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, someone's yelling. Oh, it's normal, fun yelling. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's really like, he's, someone's standing directly in front of his face trying to tell him about something yeah, he just, just like, leans zoop. over like <laughs> I can't do this right now <laughs> yeah it's a very like yeah you have others you have so many things to focus on like is the shark thing like really can it be relegated to like a back burner just mm. be aware or is it something you have to be like running full full blast on because you can't do that all the time yeah it's very exhausting and like it you know takes it out of you yeah anyway. but uh a uh, little boy die and <laughs> oh boy yeah that fucking shot of oh. the shark like overturning his board like completely enveloping him and you can going see back the tail fin and yeah. the jet of Flopper. blood oh it's horrible <laughs> i we'll talk about this later but that is like th- these are kind of loosely based on the new jersey shark attacks that yeah. are actually like i think mentioned in the movie and oh, nice. that it, I think must specifically be one of them directly. Oh boy. Yeah. I look forward to you horrifying me short. Mm. I do it to you enough on this podcast. Yeah, it's my fucking <laughs> turn. <laughs> it's not as fun, but. <laughs> but uh, after that, we get a bounty on the shark. Mm-hmm. And in enter Quint. Quint. Which, the reason I mentioned all that busyness, I feel like he gets the first like actual silence of the yes. movie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hard one. Fucking yeah, yes. fingernails on the chalkboard. But yeah, everyone shuts the hell up when yeah. you're just talking. <laughs> like you go from so much clutter and busyness to like, it's not even the absence of noise. It's that everyone is like, it, it actively listening. Like the sound is being like sucked yeah. into their ears. It's yeah. It's very so effective. Good. And like he was just chucking that little shark drawing. I know. <laughs> While everybody else is talking, is that what was going on? Yeah, there? did he wait until he was finished his little cartoon drawing? <laughs> so funny. Yeah, he's real good. I think I think, you know, maybe apocryphally, maybe like, no, this for sure happened, but he was drunk for a lot of these shoots. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but like it lends itself to the character. Like he just he's prepared to die at any moment, yeah. you know? He just doesn't give a fuck. And speaking of of uh preparation coming into it. He actually wrote a bunch of the more memorable bits of the monologues. Oh, shut up. Because I didn't know that, like, Robert Shaw is, like, a playwright. He wrote plays. Oh, I think I did know that. Yeah. From Ireland, right? Like, he was, like, an Irish playwright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he was kind of asked, kind of, like, if you feel like it, make it your own. Right, right. The monologue, the the Indianapolis one that we'll Mm. get to is the one that I'm thinking of. But, like, it's originally is, like maybe half a page which is like uh-huh. may- maybe maybe 20 seconds of yeah. talking 15 and like expanded to this insane like the absolute focal point of the whole yeah, yeah. ah damn dude damn dude is right damn robert shaw uh i also want to mention shaw based quint on a local fisherman because they shot all this on location sure uh a fisherman that like lived there okay uh who appears in the movie his oh, name really? is uh ben gardner he plays the role of ben gardner 
Oh, uh, yeah. And the, the local fisherman's name is Craig Kinsbury. Okay. Uh, down to, like, they wrote down, Kinsbury would, like, be muttering under his breath 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. And they'd jot some of it down and be like, oh, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. Singing little songs. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, Gardner is the guy who's who, like, fucking bites the bullet. Yep. Uh, yeah. Big shark bullet. Yep. <laughs> yep. Tooth the size of a. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like just like, quitting the character. community involved. Yeah. <laughs> Immortalizing this fucking drunkard sailor guy. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. So that speech is so good. And it, mm. just to go, I'm just not going to go on a big rant, but the economy stuff, this is the, mm. hey, here's what it costs. This is what you need to do. Yeah. In your court. And like, of course you do, the government does the short change thing of like, uh, quick band-aid, not... Uh. Yeah. Well, money is, like, competing against money now once Quint shows up. Or once once the, the mm. bounty is offered, right? Now it's more profitable to catch the shark than it is to not. And oh, so, true. you know, the mayor kind of loses control of the situation because it's not like he can offer more money than that for them to not do it. You know what I mean? Or he would just pay the bounty and, like, get it over with. It's it's kind of a, like, yeah, you made your bed. You lie in it. Like, yeah. if... if if what you th- say is the the highest good is like keeping the money flowing into the community's pockets, then they're gonna do whatever it takes to do that. And in this case, it's making a huge fuss and ruining your town. Like <laughs> you fucked up, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, that was my little <laughs> just just a little drop. Uh, yes. Enter uh, Matt Hooper arrives. Woo! He gets called, and I believe this is your favorite character. I am in... obsessed <laughs> with <laughs> this character. Just this short little like postdoc student <laughs> who, who has just, like, like no wears... practical experience. No. <laughs> he just like wears wearing a Canadian tuxedo and a yeah. knit tie, like the least good thing to wear on the water the whole time. Like, <laughs> don't get it at all. Yeah, it's but he's really great. Yeah. We love a Richard Dreyfus and Jaws. We do. Uh, and he shows up while all the local fishermen are bumbling about to get that sweet, sweet bounty. I do like that even, like, yes, Hooper is, you know, a youngin' and whatever, but he is, like, he shows up and he does Brody's job a little better than Brody does. Like, Brody is just, he's still trying not to, like, ruffle too many feathers, and Hooper is just like, hey, morons, <laughs> don't take C4 into your boat, you idiots. <laughs> like, ah, they're all gonna die. <laughs> So all it's a little like, huh, like I just want to do my job and be good at it. And yeah. even this newcomer is better at it than he is. But he's, he's so, his like expression of Hooper's expressions of frustration I love so much throughout yeah. this entire movie of like, he just smiles and laughs because he's like, I don't know what to this do. Is so, this can't really be how people are thinking. Yeah. <laughs> a com- uh, uh, yeah, a familiar sentiment. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we get, I love all of this, just the boats bumping into each other, basically throwing cartoon dynamite into each other's boats. I know. God damn it. There's, do- is this a thing where, like, dogs are riding on the, the front of the boat? I don't know, but I'm scared of them. terrified. Yeah. Dogs like fish. Were you going to, like, sick the dog on the shark? What is your plan here? Is it, is, well, well, what I'm picturing is the dog is standing on the front of the boat and, sure. like, pointing. <laughs> yeah, like, you get a pointer right there. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of money. You'll do what it takes. Yeah. It's great. Uh, but uh, Kintner's mom shows up and slaps Brody. So we get, uh, oh, then this is after we think that we catch a tiger shark, which might be yes. the shark. Yeah. Um, but so, you can't know for sure unless you like actually, you know, they're just scapegoating a shark. Yep. Scape sharking it, if you will. <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah. Like, oh, it's over. Great. We performed the lip service of We Caught a Shark. Yeah. And I, like, I always do feel like, well, the other times I've watched this, this, like, Hintner bit that I'm just mentioning has always felt like, yeah, no, we get it. It's fine. But it does feel like that's the main thing that gets Brody to actually keep pushing through. Yeah. Because he's yeah. so happy until that moment. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's actively smiling, like, yay, we did it. And yeah, then his mom shows up. I, it is a real, like, no, this has, you knew every piece of information leading up to this, and my mm. kid is still dead. Like, uh, you you had the power to stop it, and you didn't. It is your fault. Yeah. So are you going to do it again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to note also that the kid who played Alex Kintner, the, the boy that dies, he owns a sandwich shop, I think, now. He's, like, a oh. restaurateur. <laughs> and there's an Alex Kintner sandwich, and it's just full of, like, tomatoes and, like, <laughs> oh. get, like a real mess of a sandwich, and it's named the Alex Kintner, and I think that's very cute. So good for him. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Uh, uh, I also want to point out uh, that we get the single greatest line reading of the word what? But what kind? What kind of shark? It's a tiger shark. A what? <laughs> I look like you're fishermen. Like you live on the ocean. You don't know what the name of a shark is. <laughs> You've never heard of tiger shark before? Well, no. no to the to be fair, they do say that, oh, that shark is rare. incredibly rare for these waters. True. Yeah. true. True. Which is uh yeah. Yeah, lucky them. They don't got tiger sharks. Yes, good for them. Mm. So you do come away with, like, everyone else is happy, but Hooper and Brody are not satisfied. Yeah. yeah. So we get the, like, the midnight shark autopsy, and they go out in their boat to catch, uh, to just, like, keep an eye on everything. Yeah. Uh, I also want to yeah. note, too, uh, just before, like, Hooper shows up and basically is like, no, we need to go do this midnight shark autopsy. <laughs> he shows up during dinner or whatever, and another classic Spielberg, like... You know, the children are mirroring their parents' mm, yeah. scene. Oh, and literally here. Literally mirroring. And I think it's good. It's, it's just a real, like, no, like, some people are, you know, think I'm good and, and believe in me and trust me and all these things. Like, mm. you know, he's drawing a lot of strength from his family. And I, I like yeah. that. That's been a change of pace for Big time, <laughs> our yeah. Spielbergs so far this month. <laughs> yeah, and you don't get a lot of time with Brody with... Like you get, obviously he talks to uh, Ellen quite a bit, but yep. the the kids, you don't get many interactions, but like yeah. that, this scene alone is like perfect of like, they're clearly a very, not very demonstrative, but like asking for they're a kiss a loving isn't that family. weird. Yeah. And like, they're yeah. used to like hanging out together and being silly together, which is like such a small window into a like big life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very evocative in that way. Yeah. And I like, I do enjoy Brody just finally being like, you know, he's getting this suggestion to go and tear open a shark at midnight. And Ellen is like, can you do that? And he's like, I can do whatever I want. I'm the chief of police. Like, I'm, fuck it. I'm putting my foot down. It's me time. This is after he's poured himself a pint of red wine. Yeah. Mixed with whatever was also <laughs> oh, in the glass. Oh, God. He's having quite a time. Mm -hmm. I do feel like this is the only way he can get on a boat without, like... Yeah. Too much protestation. Well, he doesn't know he's going on a boat at this point. Either. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah. true. that's true. He gets talked into it. But uh, to to your point, I don't think he would get talked into it if he had had red wine and miscellanea in yeah. his belly. <laughs> this is a drunk decision for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, we cut open that shark. We learn about them being uh, trash disposals, which is great. <laughs> um, and we find Ben Gardner's boat and the jump scare that 100% of the time oh. always gets me. 
there's something about the delay of the sting, the music sting, and the yeah. noise that happens with it. It's like someone is screaming but delayed. Oh, it's so creepy. Like I assume like, that floats that's, out of his boat. That's Hooper making that noise, is what I assume. <laughs> Have to assume. I really, I the oh, it's Ben Gardner's boat. Yeah, there you yeah. go, that fisherman. It, when they go out, like they're searching for the shark, like oh, we might actually catch it at night. It's a night feeder. Yeah, and. They come across the what it's it's the corpse of the boat. Like it's shot mm. like a giant animal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they came across an elephant in the wild and like yeah. the light is panning over oh, it that and it's shot. got that bite out of the side of the boat. Yeah, like, that looks... shot of panning across it with the light coming is so cool. And yeah. like I feel obviously it's a Spielberg movie, so it all is like very Spielberg-y, but this is the most Spielberg-y with how he does, like, light and everything. Yeah, uh, sure, he, sure. Because he just yeah. loves, like, lens flares and, like, partitioned light going through, like... Yes. Blinds, frames, windows, that kind of thing. Totally, yeah. yeah. And, like, illuminating things that shouldn't be illuminated. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a cartoon funny. bite mark out the side. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, have your fun. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but uh, Hooper can't hang onto the tooth. They try and convince the mayor to... He finds the tooth like lodged in the boat, and there's a very muted, like a little, a little tubalik in the background, which I love so much. Like, yeah, the shark's not here, but it wasn't not here. He left his mark. <laughs> yes, exactly. yeah, it's kind of like a mystery clue sound effect yeah, rather yeah, yeah, than totally. a music cue. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which again, that's the shark theme, not the yeah. yeah. I yeah, I guess the I always think of the the. You know what everyone thinks is the bup, 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 yep. as the shark bit because it is the like oh it's the sh- precursor to the sh- the attacks yeah but it, I guess yeah it's the attacking motive more than anything because it's like they keep talking about it. it's an eating machine like it doesn't know yeah. how to do anything it's just going on yeah just very instinct, like, like mechanical repeating yeah one object in mind and that's it yeah yeah it's great like it a lot. Uh, so yes, Hoover can't <laughs> so, hang on to the tooth. Yes, so they um, have actually no proof. And so they can't convince the mayor, so July 4th goes on, and it's horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a concept, or? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then uh, it also has to do with the shark attack. July 4th is horrifying, separate from... (laughs) (laughs) I... I hate watching the the mayor's like prowling the beach. Like uh, no one wants to go in, and so he goes up to a fucking grandpa, yeah. like a you know someone. Take your he entire knows. family yeah. in, please. Throw grandma and grandpa into the maws of the economy. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> this is what your politicians think of you. You are literally chum. <laughs> literally chum. <laughs> and just the sad like the gra- the facial uh, expression on the grandma. Like her grandkids are on that little raft with her, and like. She's looking around and just terrified and like, I'm not having fun. Jesus Christ. And when the hoax shark happens and everybody tramples out, are they the elderly couple that gets trampled on the beach? Yeah, yeah. they are. God damn. (laughs) I hate you, Mayor of Amity Island. I hate you. Mayor. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But here uh, we get, I think this is the first full length shot of the shark that we get in like what they call the pond. Right. The non like beach area. That's I, that is really the first time that we've been able to see how, how long the shark is because you can see the dorsal and the tail fin. Yeah. Like sinking into the the pond and going in a direction. It's so there's something about like the design of a shark that just like the monkey brain. It's, it's bad for the monkey brain. I don't know what it is. Sharks ate so many monkeys. I assume. (laughs) <laughs> using monkey brain as like a yeah <laughs> your classic land shark uh but yeah. the 
in full TV spotlight, a guy gets eaten, so that convinces the mayor to actually do something because he got bad press. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And here's where the lesson that we all need to learn is just shame publicly shame your politicians in the yeah. most public place possible yeah. it's the only way anything will happen make their lives uncomfortable yes i i'm noting as well like the false alarm the fake shark doesn't f- actually feel as tense because the music is not happening yeah it's when we see the shot of like the shark's fins gliding into the pond that's when the music starts just and like Brody starts bit. running yeah. yeah yeah again the music is like directly mirroring what's hap- happening on screen it's very yeah. effective it right i've talked about on this podcast before mickey mousing things where you yes like, yeah i was thinking about that <laughs> do it in a very cutesy way that's usually yeah. like cartoony or funny but this is like the dark side of mickey mousing evil mickey mousing yeah <laughs> Or it's like, Hurtful. Oh, this doesn't make me feel good. This no. doesn't <laughs> elicit joy. I wish joy. it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Does not spark joy here. Yeah. Ah, but with that, we're going on a fucking adventure, and here's where the fun begins. Yeah. We do get some cute music here. It's like sailing adventure music. Yeah. I love it so much. It's so charming. We Yeah, when all the... Before the shark attack on July 4th, we get the, like, very Baroque trumpety yeah, uh, arrival of everybody. What is your take on that? I find that such a funny little, like, the, you know, the boat, the ferries opening and people spilling out and, like, you know, going to the beaches and having fun. What's up with that music? I honestly think it's a, and here come the uh, Oh, people. the nobility. Yes. Oh. Like, the people oh, to whom we are, like, peasants. prostrating. Right. To <laughs> Please. Work. Give us your money, yeah. Jesus Christ. We need to eat. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I, I like that take. Has, yeah. All right. It's very, like, prim music. It's very yeah, it yeah. And, like, nothing else in the movie, including Whoa. the adventure boat music. Yeah, which is why I'm always like, what is this? Yeah, okay. I'll I like that take. meant to sit down and look at this. Didn't have time this week. But the, the, the adventure music has a lot in common with... Uh, the Spanish ladies. Oh sure, yeah. Song yeah. that Shaw sings yeah. so much. It's it's on the ocean music. Yeah, right? yeah. It like has something about some of the a lot of the intervals line up, so it, they yeah. remind you of each other. It's great. <laughs> I love that. Nice. Uh, so. It's almost diegetic music in that way, where like Quint is singing the version that you would be able to sing. Yeah. Instead of this orchestral, like yeah. So is the yeah the big orchestral thing is what's happening in his head right. as they're yeah. chasing the shark. <laughs> I I guess what so. He's drunk as hell. And oh man, I, it's been so long since watching this. It really struck me this time that like knowing where what we know about the Indianapolis eventually, mm. and then going to his shack. And, like, it is just a monument to his vengeance on these monsters is yeah. so fucked Every up. square inch of the wall has a pair of, like, shark jaws on it. Yeah. And he's boiled clean. <laughs> the Indianapolis thing does feel like, oh, he died that day, and now he is a killing machine. He yeah. is the shark of well, yeah. the land. <laughs> it's very I Am Legend of, like, I was the monster all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is an imposing shack. Yeah. <laughs> Shacks are terrifying to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never in a good place to start with a shack. So we get this big shark hunting. Like, this Expedition. this final act has just taught me so much about how to hunt a shark. <laughs> you're prepared, yeah. should it ever happen. All I need is just, like, tens of thousands of dollars of equipment <laughs> and any kind of expertise, and I'm ready yep. to go. Grizzled old sailor. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like boats, so I'm... I'm I am terrified of boats, yeah. yes. <laughs> I like boats. I don't like the ocean. The boats protect me from the ocean. Yeah, but... So I pr- appreciate boats. As this movie taught me, the shark can get... Or the ocean can get into the boat. That's, That's true. That's where the big, my big hang-up is. 
I guess don't make your boat out of wood. I don't know. I've but never been clear. I know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, so they're out there doing their, you know, trying different stuff. and Yeah, the flotation barrel stuff is so cool. Yeah. Obviously, I assume it's real. Like, the, the yeah. this is how you hunt a shark. Sure. Uh, it, seems, it makes enough mechanical sense to me that, yeah, sure. But it's such a great, like... Oh, we don't need to show the shark. We can just show the... The barrels. Yeah. Uh. Well, it's the same with the... Is it Pendergardner? Who, like, the, the two um, sailors who, mm, when the yeah. bounty is out or- originally, they hook a roast and they try and, like, fish the shark out of the bay. And the shark takes the bait but pulls the whole dock with it. Yeah. And then, so, what you see is the dock, the piece of the dock turning around and coming back to get them. Like, it's, it's very effective. And the, just to go harp on my audio cues again, the thing that I love about that scene is the chum, 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 chum. Yeah. You can tell when the shark gives up yeah, based on it, what's happening in the music. Yeah, it gets quieter and yeah. fades away. Yeah. <laughs> so you know he's not in danger at that point. It's so, I uh, love it. So yep. great. Uh, Sharp as hell. Yeah, uh, so we have our big shark hunting time, and then we have our scar bonding moments dude bonding yeah did you you kind of like half put it out to me does brody like check his body for scars or something yeah you know what i think he's doing like there's these two guys who like have lived out on the ocean right Mm -hmm. like matt hooper is yes he's like a post-grad student or something um so he's not like a hardened (laughs) sailor but he knows his way around a boat and he's like dealt with sharks all his life and so they've got all these bites and scrapes and injuries and i think what he does what brody does is he kind of lifts up his shirt because i think he has an appendectomy scar and that's like the hardest shit that's happened to him he's got nothing right he's not like a manly like tough guy of course he's He's a a cop cop Yes, exactly. The only good cop, dare we say, because he left New York to, like, help the community elsewhere. Anyway. Yeah, he left New York because he was like, oh, you can't actually do any policing. Yeah, you're not gonna, you can't help anybody. We're not solving the problems. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think he's like, well, I want to, I want to be part of this, I but hang. all I got was, like, my tummy hurt. <laughs> yeah, I can hang. Hey, guys. Yeah, so that, that always gives me a bit of a chuckle. It's very cute. It's so earnest. I love it. I know. Yeah. He Holy thinks these guys are so cool. And I will say, like, Quint really, like, he's a, he's gruff and he's yeah. a very, like, abrasive guy. But, like, he genuinely, he spends the time, again, boats are very boring. Like, mostly what you do is just sit. He spends that time teaching Brody how to tie knots. Yeah. And, like, you know, when, when Brody almost knocks over the oxygen tank because he pulled the wrong rope, he mm. kind of leans back, like, not to embarrass him in front of Hooper. He kind of leans back and he's like, hey, chief, like, if you... If you're ever not sure, you just come ask me. Yeah. Like, he's he's the only guy that's, like, supportive and, like, trying to teach him and trying to, like, share the culture and the, the community with him, really. Yeah. Like, you know, culture. Tie knots, but, <laughs> boat like, culture. Boat culture. But he really, he's not, like, you're an outsider and therefore I don't have to, like, associate with you. He doesn't turn yeah. his nose up at it. And I, I love that. I love the out on the ocean stuff because it's just two yeah. bros, three bros, <laughs> supporting each other and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which, like... The thing that I love that is such a... That we have this bonding bit, then the shark cuts the power. Yeah. <laughs> cuts the power lines. Uh, and they, like, work through the night to fix some stuff after the shark yes, fucks everything yeah. up. And after that, Hooper and Quint are dressed almost identical. I know! I know, it's so funny! Yeah, they start dressing the same, and they start, like... 
Hooper has been very like, you're not the dad of me, but he starts like, you know, obeying orders faster and like... And like softer tones all yeah, around. Yeah, he's barking. But it's this great thing of like, neither will actively like come to each other yeah. to heal this rift of shouting at each other for like, what is it, three or four days? Yeah. Uh, and this like subconscious, no, we kind of trust each other and we're in on this. Like, yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh God! That. You're like floating out on the ocean with a murder machine, like <laughs> floating around. You gotta, you gotta trust each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That that bonding scene is very. I mean, uh, what can you say about that monologue? It's spectacular. Yeah, it is bone chilling. Yes. <laughs> Terrifying. I really think the like you're you're right. Like he's he's dead inside. Like he never mm. expected to live after that. Like you just yeah. you broke something fundamental in his brain. Can't blame him. And mm. yeah. And but the the most chilling line I think to me is his delivery of like right at the very end he just goes anyways we delivered the bomb and just like what was it for like we I went through that and like you know ninety percent of my shipmates died and like to do what to commit to a war crime yeah, yeah like and he he almost sounds like he's gonna keep going and then he just can't like there's nothing left yeah. to say about it you know yeah he it really feels like he's building up this big head of head of I don't know what you'd call it, but like, yeah, just just this forward momentum, and then it's just like deflate. Yes, yeah, it's wild. Robert yeah. Shaw, big ups. Yeah, big huge ups. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was recommended to Spielberg after The Sting because it's the oh, same nice. producers as The Sting. Nice, nice, nice. The Sting is really good. He's yeah. like a card shark in that, right? Uh, like a mafia guy. Or, or yes, bombs, yeah, right? yeah. He's a money guy. Yeah, that's so funny. He's really good in that. I he's, enjoy him. Yeah, very Irish in that, if I recall. Oh yes. Yeah. Big time. I think he's like literally associated with the IRA. That's <laughs> <Get it? laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is the Indianapolis real? I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know either. I think it is, but I don't know if any of the story he says about it is real. Okay. All right. Question mark. Fair enough. Exclamation point. <laughs> and tarot bang? Uh, semicolon. Continuing on. The uh, <laughs> long chase continues into the next day. We get more barrels on this friggin' shark. Yeah. Um, I keep being like, okay, this has to be the last barrel. There's no way he's strong enough to... Yeah. Jokes. I, this is where I look like it all... Through the night, the cutting the power, like the shark is striking back and trying <laughs> to pull the boat under when yeah. they tie off the the things. It's so great. Girls, and like... Yeah. The so, shark knows, like, the shark knows what a boat is and where its weaknesses are. That's terrifying. Yeah, he took that bite out of Ben Gardner's yeah. mouth. <laughs> he got a taste for boat blood. <laughs> Grain. <laughs> um, yeah, so just tons of, like, I, I don't have much to say about any of this other than it's I mean, great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very, like, I don't know. <sighs> like, it, the only thing I'll say, it doesn't, it feels, the thing that I love about it is that it is, you know, it's a struggle at this point, but it's yeah. not a, like, nobody clearly ever gets an upper hand between the shark yeah. and the, the dudes. Yeah. Until the end when things right. shift radically. But it is just a, like, wearing each other down, like, oh, okay, yeah. he cut the power. Oh, okay, there's a, too much water in the boat and shorting out the engine so they can't yeah. go very fast. But it feels like a siege fast. movie more yeah, than, a, yeah. than a, like, yeah. It's it does have this sort of sense of like well he's just an animal like we we can definitely outsmart him and like maybe we need to use a little bit of muscle to do it but they're kind of lightly proven wrong every step of the way so they just have to keep stepping up their attempts <laughs> yeah. and like 
not no that neither fucking hail mary of getting the goddamn hypodermic spear i know to get him in the mouth that's your plan that's your plan is that he's gonna come at you and you're gonna stab him in the roof of his mouth i guess but the desperation like you can feel the desperation on that no exactly like uh we definitely thought we would have succeeded with one of these other plans (laughs) it's it's funny too there's no music from like when the shark slams into the the cage that Hooper's in right until Brody is aiming the gun at him. Yeah. There's, oh, man. There there's isn't... nothing. Yeah, the the bit where he flops up onto the deck and he yeah. Quint is so... No music. Yeah. It's I... this very classic, again, like Spielberg-Williams thing of the big... The music is never going to be perfect to... I mean, you know, as close as, but the the real emphasis is that there's no other music you're not being told how to feel you're just seeing Mm. what's happening and you're feeling it yeah you know there's no like the t-rex in in jurassic park no music during that part this is that just sit with your tension and get no expression of it whatsoever yep no relief no like oh okay i am supposed to be feeling tense or like you know yeah it's taking me in a direction like no you just have to sit there and not know how it's gonna turn out yeah yeah rough then uh Brody shoots the shark and he dies. <laughs> you know what? I like. I, 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 <laughs> yep, that's actually saying, pretty much it. <laughs> that's, uh, I got nothing more to talk about. When Brody is flipping through the shark books, I guess that they own at home yeah. early on, there is a shot of a shark chomping on a, a tank of some kind, like right. a compressed air tank or something. And then Hooper talking so much about, like, sharks will eat anything. Yeah. They'll just, like, open the mouth and swim in a direction. Like, they'll just <laughs> eat whatever. That's a good a good seed for that. Like, uh, shouldn't he spit it out? No, sharks will eat fucking anything. everything. Yeah. yeah, like the amount of tires I feel like is a big one yeah. that people <laughs> yeah. find in sharks' bellies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I will note also Quint when when the boat is like clearly starting to sink. Yeah, Quint, there's more than two life jackets. Quint oh, comes yeah. out with only two and throws them throws them to the. Brody and Hooper, and it's like, oh, he's ready. He is ready. He, he's going under. And he's, like, done himself up. Like, he, he got yes. his jacket back on. He's, yeah, he's buttoned up. Yeah. yeah. He's ready to meet his maker. Yeah. Shark made him? <laughs> yes, sharks are God. Did I not explain I myself? <laughs> this is the 20-minute segment where I proselytize about my new religion, sharks. <laughs> Try them out. <laughs> yeah. You've heard of the Jaws of Life. This is that's the name of your religion. Right? <laughs> that's actually yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah. <It's> so good. <laughs> this is a hell of a like confirmation bias movie about the ocean is terrifying, <laughs> and you're right to feel anxious about them. Yeah. Like I am very much the Brody here of sure. just like won't go in the ocean for any reason. Yeah. Nope, won't do it. No, won't do it. I'm like yeah, I'm he the was right. Yeah, Brody was absolutely right. I'm like I'll go in, but I need a cage. Yeah. I demand a full floating guard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't, I didn't bring really much of anything to talk about today beyond the movie, except I wanted to mention that before Spielberg got this, uh, movie, the producers offered it to John Sturgis, which could have been an interesting go about, uh, but he, it didn't work out, but they, uh, who is it here? Dick Richards is another guy who had just had a, a recent debut movie. I don't know his work too well. Okay. Um, and they were going to go with him. But they got so annoyed that he kept calling the shark a whale. They're like, we can't work with this guy. <laughs> what What a weird yeah. thing to like, what a weird hill to die on in both directions. Yeah, I 
Uh, just That's love great. the it's thing great. of like the, it doesn't matter. No, not at all. <laughs> but it also for just start calling it a shark, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, come on. <laughs> they got so irritated. Like, I can't handle You're this. Guy. No. You've been calling it a whale for years. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, but it, Spielberg got it when, like, he would, did. I don't know the movie Sugarland Express, but that was his first movie. Mm, sure. He did for uh, the producers here, uh, and he like saw the book on one of their desks, and he's like, "Can I read that?" And then he read it, like, "Can I do the movie?" Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <all right. laughs> well, it's it's really funny. You you maybe you know have something on this, but to have done Duel yeah. and then this Duel is just like an unseen antagonist. That you think you could outsmart or reason with? No, it turns out their their like drive is just so far removed mm. from yours that there's no getting away from this this thing. And then yeah. eventually, like I fuck the end of Duel and the end of Jaws, where like spoilers for Duel, I suppose. It's well, this a, is a, just to jump in before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. Uh, the only thing I was going to mention is go watch Duel. It's from 1971. Definitely, it's a, it's huge... a TV movie, but it's yeah. so good. They reshot it. They reshot some scenes to do a theatrical release. Oh, That's I how see. good of a TV movie it yeah. was. Um, <laughs> Usually it's the opposite. Yes. Let's hide this forever. Yeah. Uh, but it's about an, a basically take Jaws, uh, replace the shark with the truck, yeah. the ocean with the desert highway, and every character with Dennis Weaver, who's driving <laughs> yeah. a tiny little car. A tiny little cute car. Uh, written by the famed horror writer Richard Matheson. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned I Am Legend already. Sure. So yes, there you, there you go. go. Yeah. So I just want to provide some context. <laughs> nice. Now, we'll, uh, yes. take it away. No, that's exactly it, right? And it's the the whole dual thing is like, this guy feels very threatened. Like, he's he's just a like office guy mm-hmm. um, doing deals and stuff. And, and this trucker, ostensibly, you never see the fucking trucker, which is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Is is like they get in a bit of a traffic scrape. Like one of them, he he cuts the guy off because he's going too slow or something. It's not even. Yeah, he, he kind of. There's just a very yeah. minor road interaction. No one hits anyone. No one is like whatever. But then the trucker takes this personally and starts following him and trying to murder him with yeah. his truck. But like stalking him first in and an almost magical seeming way. Almost where yeah. you're like you were you were so far ahead of me. How did you like? How did you get in front of me? when I left you in my desk, like, real. And the end shot of Duel is he manages to trick the truck into driving off a cliff. And it is a spectacular, like, last shot of the truck going down in slow motion and the, the dust and the smoke billowing and you can see parts of the truck overturning as it falls through this this canyon and the last shot of jaws is exactly that yeah the shark has exploded <laughs> and it's sinking right it's sinking to the depths there's this billowing blood cloud and you can just see the the only thing you see is the dorsal fin just overturn mm. and then get subsumed in the cloud of blood and sink out of sight it is mwah, so good and it's almost exactly the same yeah. shot it's yeah, so funny. This is a, like, if you like Jaws and you haven't seen Duel, just go watch Duel. Oh, you will 100%, love it. Um, 100%. I will just mention that the truck sound, the sound effect of the truck dying in Duel oh, yeah. is the same sound effect when Jaws explodes. Oh, shut Like, Spielberg was like, let's no just way. put that there. And <laughs> good blame him. Yeah, the, the truck is very much like an animal. This weird, yeah. like, mythological almost You see the knuckles creature. of the, the truck driver True. and that's it. Yeah. 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 It's really good. Good shit. Good shit. But that's all I had to uh, to mention on Jaws. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. It's it's a, just a real classic Spielberg. It's got the like family under stress, and <laughs> it's got the 
nature will subsume you and... It's even got that very funny, like, classic John Williams, like, snap into action march that happens in all of his yeah, movies. It like, <laughs> it's got everything, so I really like that. Uh, you'd mentioned the New Jersey shark stuff. Did yes. you want to mention... I think they they talk about it specifically. I think Hooper brings it up when he's, like, examining Chrissy's remains, which they take out her remains in a bin. (laughs) Yeah. Like a a little tub. Yeah. Uh, Just, God. And so he's talking about, like, yes, this has happened before. Like, you know, there were shark attacks along the coast of New Jersey. And this is, like, kind of the incident that made people be like, oh, sharks might be dangerous. Like, we didn't really know. Like, ocean swimming was very new at the time still at least in the areas where sharks might be and like actually like before that scientists shark scientists ichthyologists and like oceanographers were like no they're not dangerous they're just like oh yeah sometimes people get bit but it's because you know a shark was going for a smaller fish near you and just accidentally bit you like shark bites and shark attacks were different attack implies death is that the idea attack implies like it was trying trying to to eat you you. yeah Yeah. Yeah. trying to murder you um yeah and it's just such a it's a very famous the reason i mentioned it specifically was because no one knew what they were looking at right like these all happened um along the coast of new jersey and like one time like fully inland in a creek where a shark should not be (laughs) And that shark got lost. Yes, that shark just wants out of New Jersey. Is all it definitely <laughs> wants. And so you don't. It's so funny to me, like the eyewitness reports from the New Jersey shark attacks, where people aren't. They're not expecting to see a shark, so they're trying to describe what they're seeing without ever twigging to the fact <laughs> that there's a shark there. And the first one was, I think, like a chambermaid or something. This is in 1916. Um, mm, okay. A boy is playing in the waters, and again, like. 10 feet of water like not you know they will come up and get you (laughs) and she looked out and she said she thought it it was weird because he hadn't had a boat before this boy she's describing what she saw and and she's like he has a red canoe where did he get that red canoe it was the blood coming out of him Oh. that, like, all of the victims bled to death bef- almost before they were dragged out of the water. Like, that's how brutal these attacks were. And I just, I will never forget that description of, like, this woman is like, he's swimming in a red canoe. Because she doesn't know what, that yeah. much blood shouldn't be coming out of a person. And these are all, like, 11-year-olds, Oof. you know? Like, it was a brutal, brutal summer. And I just never forget, like, the picture, the amount of blood that must have been in the water for her to be like there's a boat out there and it's red (laughs) and like to identify like it's a red color i don't know yeah yeah yikes (laughs) brutal shit and like they all and it took four deaths and an almost fifth death for like literal scientists to be like maybe sharks are dangerous because science isn't like we just see new things and learn from them it hadn't been like probably recorded yeah yeah but now there were, like, the first one, they fully brushed off. Like, this boy hmm. died in the water in minutes. <laughs> and they dragged him out and, like, it, it was over. And the the national media was like, or, well, I mean, national media didn't pick it up. But the local paper was like, oh, it's unfortunate that he got in the way of, like, a shark that, or a fish that might have been a shark. Like, it was fully <laughs> put under the rug. And, like, this woman never stopped talking about what she saw because it was so 
body horror awful. Like, I was going to ask, what did they report the death as then? Did they just go like, that's weird? No, it was, it was just like shark <laughs> just like, bite. Just like shot off into yeah. the sky. <laughs> no, it was, it was shark bite where it was like, okay. oh no, oops. Like it, it was an mm. accident. It wasn't, you know, it's not going to happen to someone else because you're careful. Um, but beyond yeah. individual sharks, it's like crazy rare, right? That a shark actually attacks a person. Yeah. 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 All I know about the like the real world like shark ripples of mm. of this movie is that like people just started going shark hunting and like yeah. nearly yeah. extincted a bunch of species of star- shark. Yeah, uh, which like okay, like it, the ocean belongs to them. Yeah, leave them this alone. This isn't their problem. Don't you're doing a home invasion on a shark? Yeah, Stop exactly. It. <laughs> the shark is just standing its ground or <laughs> swimming its water, as the case may be. Yeah, and it took a lot of, like, you know, deaths of teenagers, of, like, 11 to 12-year-olds who wow. are just swimming in a creek. Like, of course you're not expecting to, no. you know. And that, that makes sense that it's kids from the shark's point of view, though, because that's closer mm. to the size of a thing it would regularly eat. Sure, maybe, yeah. yeah. And it was a, it was either a, a, what was it, bull shark or a, a great white that they assume... It was, and it just, yeah. like, left a trail of, like, partial bodies, and finally they were like, okay, you know, shut it down, don't don't go swimming, install cages around the, you know, they, they eventually got there, but it was just such a, like, well, it can't be sharks, because we'd know if, like, n- no, not This is the hint. Yeah. This is the hint that they <laughs> You're actually you. supposed to be learning from yeah. this, so, yeah, I just really <laughs> like it. going to mail you a letter, like, yeah. I'm going to eat your child, chump, chump. To inform you, yeah, <laughs> chump, chump. <laughs> Ta-ta! Yeah, so uh, this is this must be like an almost exact, you know, this is a one-to-one of, of what happened to those kids. Mm. And it was a very like, well, like, of course your kids can still go swimming. Like, don't, you know? Mm. <laughs> eh, okay. Yeah. And there were a couple of reports of people kind of in the area who had kind of heard, you know, maybe these are people that seemed more paranoid because they started like, okay, how do you fight off a shark if... And they'd see what they thought was a shark and start like pounding the water and screaming and like trying to fuck up their electrical, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they would not get attacked. But then all that is is like, so did I do that for nothing? Was that even a shark? Like, if you do it right, nothing (laughs) happens. Which is a Uh, lesson none of us have ever learned, apparently. But like, yeah, so there there was probably a lot more that could have yeah. happened, but people were quote unquote paranoid about it. And yeah, this is what I mean. If you like <laughs> a little bit of paranoia is not too bad of a thing. It's pretty good. It's a, like a, like a, yeah, small amount, sprinkle in some paranoia Just in your day. A tiny bit of anxiety goes down real nice. <laughs> Really trying to justify. Come to my side. Yeah. To see my point of view here. <laughs> Live forever. Well, anyway. I mean, yeah. if you needed another reason not to go to New Jersey, then you're welcome. <laughs> Apologies yes. to any of our listeners that might be in New Jersey. Sorry, New Jersey. But you have sharks, so <laughs> you had a shark one <laughs> Who's time. In the wrong I won't be yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's that's like almost exactly based on the the New Jersey shark attacks. Wowzers. Yeah, which we learned all the wrong lessons from. Apparently. That's the, well, it's, that's what humans do. We learn the wrong lesson. Classic You learn us. the lesson that you want to get out of it. Exactly. Which in my mind is, yes, I'm right to be paranoid and anxious. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Well, do you have any, any final thoughts on our choppy boy? No, I just love, I, uh, I love that it's just a tale of like a guy sticking to his guns, even though like it feels like he should bow to public pressure, you know? And mm. just be like, yeah. hey, fucking cool your jets. Like, this is our town. You can't come in here, you know? Yeah, we've seen a lot of bowing to public pressure. Yes. 
past couple of years. So it's nice to see that it can happen, if only in a fictionalized way. Bully your local mayor, I guess is what I'm saying. Hell yeah. I'm off to do that today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about, what about you? Well, I kind of, this is one of those things where it's like, it's, it's Jaws. What can you <laughs> I mean, what can it? you it's say? Like, it's really good. It's a really good movie. There's a reason yep. that everyone likes it. Yep. They're right. They're right to like it. It's got my... it's got such a mix of everything. Like tonally, it almost shouldn't work because like there's so much different type of music in it. And well, even, like like the last act and the first two acts coaster. are so different they from really each other. Are. Which it makes total sense to me that he just like took the second half from the book. Yeah. And the first half is Spielberg. Totally tracks. But it, it does work. Like to me, that even feels like maybe you're taking Brody as a fish out of water. Ha ha ha. Uh, for that last act, and that's why it feels so different. That like that's yeah. kind of. Yep. But it is just like local town drama yeah. story uh, with a little bit of like thrillery stuff in there. And then the last act is an adventure movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the like undercurrent ha, 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 of danger in like what is supposed to be a little sleepy small town. How yeah. many more fish bones do you think we can? Uh, I don't know. I'll measure it on this scale. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's a little tortured, but I'll allow yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> it's right. not like shooting fish in a barrel. The main thing that I want to do, though, is talk to you about what you want to pair with this movie. Great, because so I'd love please, to move away from this. <laughs> in the, it's much like a Pisces. Give me the twin of this. Oh! <laughs> no, that's Gemini. Damn it! <laughs> I'll allow it. It's fine. You knew what Pisces was, so sure. I clearly didn't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you knew the word. So I'm going to pair this with a very silly uh, pairing, but they're both about, like... Someone who moves into a community that they don't fit in with, and the community is like, this person's kind of dumb, and like, they don't know how we do things here. And you get the sense that the community is just like waiting for them to kind of drop out and, you know, move back to wherever they came from or whatever. And the whole movie is about them kind of learning the ins and outs of the community and like finding out who are their allies and like, you know, uh, both both protagonists have this like well i'm just saying what's evident to me and everyone's making fun of me for it so i don't know like are you people all bonkers like what is going on here anyway um but they both turn out to be super competent once they like get their confidence and they're like no i can i can add my like spice to this community my my flavor okay um i I'm have really no idea building this I, you're not going to it's fine very good there's okay. a very memorable monologue in both of them and uh, I think Hamlet. <laughs> I is it Hamlet? Yes, it's not Hamlet. Um, I'm. Uh, they they both kind of their motto is like if you're in a hostile environment, like teamwork makes the dream work. So obviously, I'm going to pair this with Legally Blonde. Okay. I honestly thought you were going to say Hot Fuzz as well. Oh, you were say. that's a good one too. But no. Um, yes, Robert. Luketic, I think is how you, Luketic is how you pronounce his name. But um, yeah, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Legally Blonde, really uh, owe it to yourself to watch. Um, <laughs> it's about a sorority girl who wants to like follow her shitty boyfriend to law school because the boyfriend dumps her. It's like, you're not serious enough. Like you wouldn't fit in. Like I can't have a girlfriend who's just like a ditzy blonde or whatever. Mm. And so she gets into the same law school and completely trounces his ass and like turns what should have been enemies like 
her boyfriend's new girlfriend <laughs> into mm. allies. Like they they mm. start to work together and like you know learns from the <laughs> I apologies to Luke Wilson, but the grizzled old timer of on the scene or whatever, and like you know absorbs and like learns new information and manages to put their stamp on the the community. Okay. The monologue is where she's caught the witness, uh, um, Linda Cardellini, in a great role. I think her name is Chutney. The this woman's name. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a you really name. ought to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> Chutney. Um, yeah, Elle catches her in a lie on the stand about like, well, I couldn't hear the gunshot because I was in the shower, and I was like, but you just got a perm. You're not supposed to wash your hair for, and I know you know that. Like, <laughs> it's a real yeah. Um, real classic of the of the genre yes yeah so they're gonna go to if you want if you want to see someone like move in and like refuse to cave and become like everyone else and and uh make their mark i don't think Elle kills anyone with a harpoon <laughs> gun but you know maybe uh, how, it's in the sequels how long I don't has know. it been since you've seen the it's been a while yeah. so you know <laughs> and you know you've got uh robert shaw and jennifer coolidge both very no! mumbly superstars <laughs> Their watch them all day. Ways of speaking is insane. Yeah. You never know how things are going to come out of their mouth. Uh, so I'm going to, I think honestly, those those two go really well together. They're both like popcorny blockbusters. And, sure, yeah. Uh, okay. One has horror and one has a shark. Linda Cardellini. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's my pairing. Legally Jaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seagully Blonde. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Please erase what I just said from the record and take it away. I will. I'm glad that you went the silly route because now we get a nice huge spectrum because I went the deadly serious route. Uh-oh. Uh, where this is by far the artier pick of things. Uh, but I, I'm mostly I'm taking the last act of Jaws to pair with... Okay. Uh, I'm not going to build it up a whole bunch because I don't remember it's been a while since I've seen this but okay. specifically kind of lost but I'll pair it with uh, Aguirre Wrath of God from oh, 1972 <laughs> from our friend Werner Herzog oh boy but like so if you don't know Aguirre you're following Spanish conquistadors who are going down the Amazon River in search of the city of gold uh, Klaus Kinski is there as the titular Aguirre uh, and mentally ill as always yes, you know both on and off camera really yes. yeah um but it, uh, if that sound, if you're not aware, that is an absolutely hellish journey. Uh, and and Herzog made them do it. Like yeah. there's an absolutely stunning shot of them sort of descending this mountain. Like they're it's going, like the opening credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the actors carrying boxes and crates and like supplies and boats, descending a fucking valley face. Like it's it's, it's a wild. spectacular movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Aguirre is the Quint to me here, where uh, yeah. it's, which I think it's pretty obvious if you know the movie, uh, but it's... <laughs> it's it's Moby Dick, right? He's the Ahab of, like, they're yeah. both the Ahab of their thing. Like, no, I have a goal and, like, fuck anybody yeah, who gets like, in the way. I'm going to take this shit for my own. Arrogance and mania and obsession all together makes the wrath of God. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but the, the thing that I really like about putting these two together is that Jaws obviously so much behind the scenes hay of you never get to see the shark there's this unknown thing it's man versus nature but it's also man versus the unknown this is exactly what Aguirre is Mm. where it's even more formless where it's man versus a jungle which then becomes himself the concept of nature yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's very like this guy trying to go to war with a non-entity 
tea. It's just the yeah. jungle. It's just the concept of a river. Like he's it, trying he's... to engage it on his terms, yeah. where the other thing cannot. It doesn't have terms. Yeah, because that's the only thing he values. He holds himself in the highest regard, and like therefore, I'm going to win because I have the best gun or whatever. You know. Yeah, and they're you know cut nice. them down for size. They have to engage on this like primordial, really base yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Lots of water. <laughs> and like you said, there it was shot 100% in location. An absolute trial for everybody involved. Uh, Jaws also, same deal. Absolute nightmare <laughs> of a shoot to work on. Yeah. Um, so they both look amazing when they were taking, but everybody was having a terrible time. Oh, yeah. Like the kind of movie where you're like, I might never make a movie again. I hate it now. If I survive this, yes. I will yes. never make a yeah, movie exactly. <laughs> Please just get me out of this and I'll yeah. never do it again. Yeah, so yeah. There you go. Nice. Those are both yeah. both great choices, if I may. Yeah, oh yeah. No, and Klaus Kinski is very blonde, so now we've completed the circle. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> yes, okay. I he, forgot my own movie. Yes, he is. his legal status is blonde. <laughs> it's on his passport, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, what a fucking film. Oh, Jesus. Talk about your, like, tense, just like, you don't know what's going to happen to these people. Everything yeah. is going so wrong. And it almost feels like documentary style yeah. in a way obviously. well it was in that but, sense of I like guess, yeah, they are all getting malaria <laughs> yeah good yeah. shit very good oh, shit kitty cat nice yeah. i don't have a name for it though just with a name like the wrath of god I in mean, there you can't i can't do anything with that that's my religion where the shark is the god so <laughs> i'll call yeah mine word. is the jaws of life call him the wrath of god <laughs> Nice. Okay. I love it. <laughs> Copyright. Uh, well, I think that will do us for the summer of Spielberg. Yes. And this uh, for... episode also. <laughs> yeah. Both of those things. Thank you for joining us on this Spielberg journey. Uh, mm. We, you know, like, like we keep saying, we're not film students or know anything about it, but there's just something about those movies that appeals to literally everyone. And yeah. it's hard to, uh, yeah, hard to define because we're not smart, but <laughs> we like talking about it. So I consider myself a student of life. So ah, I'm... <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it, like for many, I believe Spielberg is the he's a real gateway filmmaker. Totally. Yes. For me, like upon examination of my life, definitely that's the like. Oh yeah, that's like Those Jurassic Park is the one that got me into like ooh movie making can be cool yeah, yeah. It, definitely yeah you see this movie and you're like oh I want to do that and or, then you yeah. get older and you're like it's not cool it's the worst but it's also still pretty cool <laughs> logistically the worst <laughs> yes exactly I feel for every crew member yeah. but yeah but it's it, there's I, I love the undercurrent like Spielberg has these wonderful like adventurous like mm. uplifting things and there's always this again I'm sorry but undercurrent of like and you could die at any moment yeah. like there's a body horror to him that that i don't think you get in a lot of big tentpole mainstream type directors yeah i've been thinking about this since we did our close encounters episode where i was talking about his like dad approach to saying like the military is bad yeah and all that, where it's just yeah he takes very inoffensive could be a radical concept like the idea of the nuclear family is finished and then just coated in this dad thrillery veil, and yeah. you're like, ah, ah good with movie. good music and then <laughs> yeah, neat lighting. <laughs> just sneaking those thoughts in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love him, cool guy. We love you, Mr. Spielberg. Confirmed Don't... listener, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn out to be bad, please. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so come and talk to us about Spielberg on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Garbage Pod. Rate and review us on your podcast platforms so that more people will 
come hear us talk about sharks and our love yeah. of them. Yes. <laughs> Join my religion. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, where can they contact you to join your religion? Oh, yes. If you'd like to sign up for my religion, um, <laughs> we, our food is ice cream and we uh, watch Shark Week documentaries all year round. <laughs> None of this fair weather shark religion enjoyers. Does this make any sense? Yeah, like we... Tracy Jordan is one of your patron saints, right? Enjoy every <laughs> yes, week exactly. like it's Shark yeah. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Live every week, sorry. Live every week like it's Shark Week, yes. Um, high priest, Tr- Tracy Jordan. <laughs> That's enough of that. You, <laughs> you can find me on the internet on Twitter at Maclebase, M-A-C-L-E-B-A-S-S. I saw the moment where you ran out of gas in your eyes there. <laughs> She's like, nope, I'm done regarding it's all over. The boat is filling with water. I'm giving it up. Yep. It's fine. Uh, and I'm at Dick Arnavis, D-I-C-K-R-Navis. So come and join us next time for another pile of garbage. I think he's come back for his noon feeding.